now, time for Seafood News. You are listening to the Seafood News Podcast. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Ernaberry Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. This episode is brought to you by the latest issue of Ernaberry's Reporter Magazine. The summer 2021 issue is now out, and it's one you definitely don't want to miss. That's right, Lauren. It's our annual market analysis edition, so it is jam-packed with great insight from Ernaberry's team of market reporters. Uh, looking specifically at seafood, we got uh, European market reporter Michael Nesbitt shedding some light on wild-caught Argentine shrimp. COO Jim Kenny and UB Mark reporter Gary Morrison report on how shrimp imports continue to set new records in the U.S. Plus, our very own Lauren here dives into the U.S. scallop supply, the groundfish market, and the tilapia and pegasus markets. And that's only just a taste of what's inside. Visit earnaberry.com slash reporter to get a digital copy or subscribe for free. Now, we took a break last week for the July 4th holiday, but we are back with tons of news to share in our top story, a panel of judges has denied former Bumblebee Food CEO Christopher Lischewski's appeal that challenged his 40-month prison sentence. So to backtrack a little bit, Lechewski was convicted in antitrust conspiracy to fix the prices of canned tuna in December of 2019. In June of 2020, Lechewski was sentenced to a 40 months uh, in prison and $100,000 fine for his role in, in the scandal that lasted from November of 2010 to December of 2013. Lechewski filed his appeal in October of 2020, arguing that he did not receive a fair trial. His argument was that multiple instructional and evidentiary errors committed by the Department of Defense required a new trial. The defense also took issue with the judge, Edward Chen, who presided over the criminal case and his decision for the case to be subject to the per se rule under the Sherman Act, a law focused on taking down monopolies and create competition within industries. Unfortunately for Lischewski, a trio of circuit judges from the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit denied his appeal, writing that his argument lacks merit because he improperly reads the phrase mutual understanding in isolation. Contrary to Lischewski's argument, various portions of the instructions made clear that agreement and mutual understanding were used synonymously. In addition, the instructions clearly required jurors to find that Lischewski entered into an unlawful agreement to fix prices while providing that a mere similarity of conduct among various persons or common aims and interests was not sufficient. The judges also disagreed with the defense's argument that the court improperly imposed the per se rule, writing that, quote, the district court did not abuse its discretion in instructing the jury on the per se rule or prohibiting Lechewski from offering evidence about the supposed reasonableness of his price-fixing conspiracy. Lechewski is the only tuna executive involved in the price-fixing scandal to serve a prison sentence. Former Bumblebee executives Walter Scott Cameron and Kenneth Worsham were sentenced on April 28, 2021, to a $25,000 fine, three years of probation, and community service time. The pair of VPs were cooperating witnesses in a case that Bumblebee, Starkiss, and Chicken of the Sea had conspired to illegally raise the price of canned tuna. And in other dramatic tuna news, Drama. Subway announced... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Subway announced that they're making big changes to their menu, but that their tuna will remain the same. Subway's new menu update, dubbed the Eat Fresh Refresh, will hit stores nationwide on July 13th. The 20 updates include 11 new and improved ingredients, six all-new or returning sandwiches, and four revamped signature sandwiches. However, the chain clarified that, quote, while many of Subway's core protein choices were improved as part of the Eat Fresh Refresh, one ingredient that doesn't need an upgrade is the Subway high-quality premium tuna. They are taking a firm stance here. 
Yes, so they are. This news comes shortly after Subway responded to the updated lawsuit, which initially claimed that California Subway restaurants were serving tuna sandwiches made with anything but tuna. Uh, and then the lawsuit was changed to question the chain's sustainability claims. So Subway released a statement saying that after being presented with information about Subway's tuna and the reliability of DNA testing, the plaintiffs in the California lawsuit abandoned their original claim that Subway's tuna products do not contain tuna. However, rather than dismiss the claims altogether, as they should have, the plaintiff's lawyers filed an amended complaint that alleges that their tuna is now not 100% tuna and that it is not sustainably caught skipjack and yellowfin tuna. Just like the original claim, the new claims are untrue and have absolutely no merit. In fact, the amended complaint does not remedy any of the fundamental flaws in the plaintiff's case that should result in the case being dismissed. Given the facts, the lawsuit constitutes a reckless and improper attack on Subway's brand and goodwill and on the livelihood of its franchisees. And moving along from Tunagate, the Norwegian Seafood Council is proud to share that Norwegian seafood export values have never been higher for the first half of the year than in 2021. Norway exported seafood worth $6.2 billion in the first six months of 2021, which is a slight uptick from last year's six-month total. The CEO of the Norwegian Seafood Council said that despite a strength in Norwegian crone and the fact that the markets are still affected by the coronavirus pandemic, the first half of the year has been the best ever for seafood exports when measured by value. Strong demand for healthy, safe, and sustainable Norwegian seafood is the most important reason why we are experiencing another export record. The council said that domestic seafood consumption increased in Norway and the reopening of restaurants could give seafood another boost. All eyes will be on shellfish, like snow crab and king crab, which saw the biggest boost in export value in the first six months. And of course, Norway's staple seafood item, salmon, which witnessed growth in both volume and exports. But one species that did face some challenges in the first half of the year was cod. Export values during that period were down 8% compared to 2020. And finally, some market insight. Pangasius imports are outpacing tilapia. Historically, tilapia frozen fillet volume exceeds that of Pangasius by just under 100 million pounds on a yearly basis. However, in looking at how volumes are tracking thus far on a year-to-date basis for 2021, Pangasius frozen fillets are outpacing tilapia by over 20 million pounds from January through May. And even with tilapia frozen fillets majorly coming from China, where there are more resources and port traffic for the export product compared to Pangasius coming from Vietnam, Pangasius imports into the United States have managed to track extremely well compared to previous years, even ranging close to 2016 figures, which boasts the highest year-to-date levels ever seen for the species. Import volume aside, both markets are experiencing active demand, delayed shipments, increased freight, as well as elevated replacement costs, allowing both species to report supply constraints on inventory here in the U.S. and boast 52-week or record-high wholesale pricing. With reports of emerging COVID-19 cases on the rise in Vietnam and China slowing production and creating even more port problems, it is not yet certain if this inversion will continue through to the end of the year. And taking a quick look at shrimp, COO and market reporter Jim Kenney reports that May shrimp imports are reflective of a massive increase when compared to the pandemic low point of May 2020. May 2021 imports, the second highest on record, totaled a little over 177 million pounds versus 83.35 million pounds last year, which is a 112.4% increase. Year-to-date shipments total 718.85 million pounds, which is 26.6% above the January to May 2020 total. 
of our top five suppliers, India, Indonesia, Ecuador, and Vietnam, and Thailand all shipped more. A few things worth noting, 37.99 million pounds from Ecuador is a record, and 70.48 million pounds from India is the highest monthly total since October 2019. This is the first time since December that India shipped more compared to the previous year. In terms of product form in the month of May, imports increased in all categories. Shell On, which includes Easy Peel, was up 89%. Peeled was up 158.5%. Cooked was up 90.2%. And breaded was up 54%. And that about does it for us. Once again, this episode is brought to you by Erna Berry's Reporter Magazine. Visit ernaberry.com reporter to get your own copy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>